Yo. Hey. Can you hear me? You listening to What a week. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is August, which in South Africa is designated Women's Month. On this week's show, we are speaking to some people who've made women cry, but more because of amusement, awe, and celebration. Are you curious? Stick around and find out. Welcome back to Wow, What a Week. This is Wow, What a Week. What a Week. You can't make this shit up. His first name means peace, though he is more well-known for disturbing it. He's a funny man who's also known some less than amusing times, but soldiered through them anyway. He's here to amuse us, educate us, and maybe even feed us as well with a recipe or two. I highly doubt. Please give a wow welcome to Kahiso Litiha. Shate, shate. Comedian turned movie maker, because that's pretty much what you've done now. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it's, I, oh, I always want, I'm a storyteller. Yes. I, I always told myself, I'm, I call myself a storyteller. When I was in high school, I, in Standard 9, I tell the story a lot. My Standard 9 teacher said, yo, man, my math teacher, Mifero Klute. Yes. Um, uh, she said, are you Finnish? Yeah. And we, we say, we'd say, no, we're South African. But <laughs> she also, she also said, <laughs> she also, she also uh, like said, you out of all the people in this class, should be talk the least because you're on standard grade mathematics and you're doing badly at it. And I said, no, I don't think I'm going to need mathematics because I'm going to be a comedian and a movie maker. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she said, yeah, you, but you might need something to fall back on. And luckily, I haven't needed something to fall back on yet. I haven't needed mathematics, though. So there we go. Are you not married? I have, Well, yes. My partner, marriage is a strong word. I've been with the same lady for 20 years. Yeah. Um, we were 15-year-old, 10 and 16. Doesn't she work? She no, she's the mathematician. We've been we business partners as well, so okay. like partners all around. Isn't she white? Yeah. Yeah, so we have something to fall back on. She's got well, <laughs> she's, she doesn't own land. She doesn't own much land. She's from the struggle family. They don't have land. When all else fails, just write the privilege. I'll write the privilege. I mean she does do the she does all the applications and the bookings. Cause I'm like always like you do that because you know they're going to yeah. <laughs> Exactly. When they when I hear my hard R's, the hello uh, yes we When you need to rent a place. She must call. She rents. Yeah, she's the one. But you, you arrive first. I, that's, and it's always confusing. <laughs> I remember we used to do a shoot. Um, we did a shoot called. We did a thing called Bantu Hour. I remember, and and, yes. and we and she she booked, she booked like a location. Yeah. And we got to the location. She's the producer. And we got to the location. It's like I I never realized how few black production kind of crews there were. Oh you yes, know? yes. Um. So because when I arrived there, motel, the cinematographer's black. Malu, the gaffer, you know, the group, everybody. So we arrived there, and then this woman, Mifru Bhuta, on Jansumat there, she had this beautiful house. And man, that was like, she was shocked. Yeah. Like, there was chaos. Like, she had to call the white lady at my office to be like, I didn't, it's, she said, she said, I didn't know there were going to be so many people. You are but like, we, we know she left out the... You people. Yeah, yeah. There's another <laughs> Do you and your uh, lifelong partner um, ever have race conversations yeah i mean but it's i mean it's i i mean it's yeah we always have because i have race conversations all the time generally yes, as yes, a person yes. but she kind of comes from like a hardcore struggle anc family sure. so they have like race conversations so she's probably blacker than you the struggle ones in a way yeah <laughs> like yeah they, she had like para, you know aunts that were banned mk sort of smuggling guns you know those types of people so she's like a lot more of a struggle family my my family struggled. Her family were in the struggle. You know? <laughs> so, 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 so it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah. Is that why your child's name is Amanda? <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> Amandala. Uh, how did you and David Gao meet? Because, I mean, you guys met, you went to UCT together. It's almost like you were destined to be joined at the hip. 
Yeah, for for a season. I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Mike. Yeah. So my parents divorced, separated, whatever that is. Yeah. When I was uh, thirteen years old. Jeez. And then my my mom and I and my sister, mm. uh, we moved. To so this was what thirty two years ago. Yeah. 32, then 92. I, I, I also did standard mass with you, but yeah, those ones. That are, yeah, those ones. 32 years. You see, hey, we calendar do man. Hey, my time, my time, I'm yeah, but it didn't know more room, man. Um, the, the, yeah, so so we moved to like a, you know nomadic kind of for like a six months where my mom was trying to to get get her bearings. I I imagine she was like around my age or younger. So she moved out. Yeah, we still separated. I mean, I got home. Mm. Like, they have my financial problems. I remember arriving. I was telling the story the other day. Arri- my friend, Tiaz, he was staying at my house. Sure. And we arrived, and they had kind of had this big house that, you know, we had moved from a four-room house to some big house mm-hmm. called Bayer Yes. And then I think it also caused financial strife, you sure. know? Sure. So one day I arrived, my dad had... What was the house at least complete? No, no, it was nice. It because was nice. It just didn't have a fence. It didn't have a gate. That was uh-huh. the one thing. Because a lot of big houses in the hood are not Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh? Yeah, yeah. It was completed, but with the exception of the perimeter wall or the, fence or whatever. Stuff nonsense. Mm. Yes. So got there, and then there was... They, our things were getting repossessed. Oh wow! And the the wardrobes and what Michael, you know, th- and I remember rushing because I had like my stash of porn that was in under. So the only thing, you know, when you see the your bed from the bedroom being out on the street, the only thing you are rushing is to go, to go, to go find that and. There's embarrassment, you know, so the embarrassment was twofold that your life is kind of being like flushed out and, 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 in fru- and in front of the neighbors, the neighbors, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. And we were like a fancyish family, we used books and knife and stuff like that. Um, um so <laughs> and that was always the thing why did you have pocket knife? Why did you because we had like we had like a helper who had worked for like a rich family and then she came and she had run away. We didn't know, but she had stolen money from the rich family. Oh, wow. And then she was hiding out at our house, but we were now living like, oh wow, we got like a butlerish type of lady. Yeah. Anyway, story for another day. So when we moved out, mm. we then now eventually after like a year or two when my mom settled, we were living in a house, in an apartment block called Menkis Corp. Is that where you met David Go? That's where David David lived on the fifth floor. I lived on the second floor. So, so how old are you at this stage? I'm about 14, 15, okay. so 16, yeah. 15, 16. First love times, you know? Sure, sure. And he was actually friends with my sister. Okay. I was a bit more shy. I was a bit weird. And then we, but we became friends because we were into the same, the same shit. Yeah. And, uh, and then he, but what he used to do every Monday, they used to, you remember Beverly Hills 902? Yes, yes, yes. It was in similar cast. And he had like a portable radio. For, so, for Radio 2000. Yeah, for Radio 2000. So he would come to my house to when we would watch it at 90210 together. But he would start, as the show started, he would start playing the, the tune from fifth floor and then blasting it all the way down. And then as the he would be entering my house, you know. And then we had to say we wanted to be comedians. We wanted to make movies. We did all of that stuff. Yeah, I remember he applied to... He he put like an idea to Warner Brothers, yeah. and they sent us like a big like file, like a contract to be like, yo, we don't take unsolicited materials, but we're interested to hear your shit here. And then oh, wow. we, we 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 had no, we didn't have the next step after that. But we walked around with this like like Warner wanted us, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and then the rest is history. You know, we went to UCT together, etc., 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 all the way to now. So you make movies and you're making great stuff. I'm seeing um, some of your stuff already on uh, Netflix. Yeah. And um, I love the fact that you're gently, quietly just doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. that, is that is that, um, is that deliberate or intentional about that? Yeah. That I'm not going to make noise about everything, but we're working, we're working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also time to make the noise. You yeah. Know? And it's like also some of the things... I like movies. I make movies because I'm. That's what I do. Sure. Like a, I, I have to make. It's like stand up. Yeah. But I, it's people, somebody was asking me yesterday, and I said I love stand up. It's really like I really love stand up. But it doesn't keep me up at night. Okay. With movies, I'm very calculating. If we can get six million here, we get twelve here. We speak to Fresh. We do this. We, you know, that's what stress. It's like my thing. Yeah, maybe if Fresh plays himself. Yeah, yeah. Make him less. That type of because fun. he doesn't have to act. Yeah, you remember you in that movie that that racing movie with Mendoza. Oh, uh, the race. The race. The racist, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the less, the less said about that. Why would you have to trigger me like? Sorry, that? sorry. No. <laughs> the less said about that. But, 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 yeah. So I love movies. I want to be, and I want to build an industry. Sure. Of movie, you know, I like that it that it can be like this 
business. I like the business of movies. I like everything. Mm-hmm. I like the Hollywoodness of it all. And, and done right, you can make a buck. Exactly. Exactly. So there's a lot happening in this country that should be movies. Yes. Uh, one of the big stories, obviously, the Senzo Meiwa um, case. That's crazy. Yes. Um, That's crazy. Eh? A cell phone specialist uh, this week uh, talking about how Kelly Kumalo's number can be linked to two numbers of the suspects. How is that for you as a movie maker and then also as a citizen? hearing stuff like that. Yeah, that's rock and roll. I mean, because I, I know Kelly, I mean, like you know yes, Kelly, we're yes. from the community, and she's always been sweet. Um, But it's always crazy when you hear this stuff. I was actually in a sound mix, in a music with a composer for another show that I'm busy with. Yeah. And uh, he brought, the news came in like that, and he was like, yeah, what do you make of this? You know, And we started speculating, yeah. like, ah, maybe, you know, there was many, it, we were trying to not say that, ah, maybe Kelly's dodgy. So yeah. the whole story, we were trying to explore all of these other what could it be other degree yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but it, it's not a good look right it's not a good look it's not a good look and the fact that um, Senzo's phone number um, we're told was wiped the day after yeah no no not wiped not wiped uh, we're told that it's swap. swap yeah 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 like why would you send swap um, yeah that's weird I mean and that they didn't call the police there was another st- so so the st- I mean obviously I'm Kelly. If we were making the movie, mm-hmm. Kelly would be the protagonist because, yes. like, she's got a great story. She's sure. like this artist, and she's beautiful, and all of that. She was a virgin for a while. Those things. I yeah. mean, I don't know. I don't know that part, but but the I like the you. I feel like this would be that moment in court where we are like, oh, did you see episode four? You 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 yeah. you you. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I don't know, but. I, I wish her the best because I know in the whole story I know her so, and I'm like she's only been she's only been nice to me I don't know what your reaction your, your um past experience with her is but there, it's not a good look. There's a Women's Month concert that she was built to perform at. They've dropped her from this concert um, this week, uh, saying to give her time to focus on the case. Yeah, but I'm thinking they're saying it's not looking good. But w- what the I'm general sentiment is this is not a good look. Exactly, Mr. President, what do you think? It's not a good look. Uh, no comment. Uh, next question. I was shocked. <laughs> Yes, I was shocked. Give me my card. Yeah. Give <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. But what I'm thinking, though, because generally, when it comes to cancel culture, it's almost like women are treated with kids' loves. It's like, unless she's holding a smoking gun. Yeah. They're almost given more role. Yeah, yeah. but you know why, most Because we've been in a patriarchal society. Yes. We have been the ones that have been sure. Cancel culture was the reverse of, yeah. like, you guys have been, we always believed you, we always listened sure. to you, you're the police, you're the president, now we're swapping. So it's almost like we overcompensated. Sure. We went all the way to this side, but I know what you say. What, what, what do you feel about the fact that it took so long for anyone to say, maybe deal with your stuff first, and then we can maybe book you afterwards? Yeah, because of that, because we, maybe we love Kelly, we want to believe Kelly, mm-hmm. and also I like what you're saying, we want to believe the woman as well. I mean, sure. it, it's not like... It's not like a cancel culture type of incident, mm-hmm. but she told us her story and it maybe it fits in that same narrative, you know, like, yo, mm-hmm. let's listen to her. I, it's just hectic, man. This whole thing is for like every time you hear about this, the the common sense says, no, chief, no, 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 no. Yeah. But it, it's like we're going against common sense and I'm going to continue to go against common sense because I love killing. <laughs> I'm going to go, you know what, fuck common sense. I'm rooting for you, Kelly. I'm rooting for you. Oh, yeah, man. Another the, a massive story this week. Um, obviously, the Taliban uh, oh, I saw that. were running Afghanistan uh, for, what, the last, well, since the Russians probably got out. Yeah. And I remember I was on radio back in 98, 99, when the Taliban were starting to say to people, and I think Leonardo DiCaprio was massive back then because of Titanic. Yes, yes. And uh, I remember there was a Leonardo DiCaprio haircut that was all the rage around the globe. And the Taliban said, no uh, barbershop can give a Leonardo DiCaprio haircut because it's very Western and it's very not us. And it it was back then that they started banning popular culture, uh, pop music. And then obviously America came in there, uh, fucked shit up again. Uh, as they do, and then they left them with shit fucked up, and uh, and I remember the Taliban were made to promise 
that they'll not go back to the old ways. And, you know, they've gone back to the old yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. Remember when the people were rushing to the airport and chaos was happening? The, the Taliban was like, <laughs> we are back now. Yalla, yalla. Um, <laughs> that's rock and roll. Um, but, yeah, that, I mean, I, the only thing I can say about the Taliban from everything we know about them is that yeah. they're a bunch of assholes, right? They're like grand assholes. But they're also consistent, though. Yeah. So I don't know why we thought that when the lion says, I'm not going to eat you. Yeah, we yeah, believe yeah. that the lion is going to eat us. So this week, the Taliban have decided that musical instruments and music are a source of evil. So musical instruments are now banned in Afghanistan, mm. and they had a massive bonfire. Oh, to burn all the nice things, huh? so, oh, violins. People had to bring music instruments that were burnt. Damn, man. That's like, I mean, those, it's those hardcore, pre it's, the, it's the Taliban. I don't even know. Like you said, we're not surprised. It's the Taliban. If you're like, shame, man, if you live, uh, God bless you, if you live under the, the Taliban regime, it's like proper assholes. I Absolutely. can't, it's like religious, religious extremism. It's those types of people, you know? It's like one of those things that we're so lucky that we don't live in those kind of things. Because a snake? They're assholes. They're fucking assholes. A snake will still bite you if you call it Mr. Snake. Exactly. And that is the snake. Malum snake. Malum is snake. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. The Taliban, I, yeah, I can't, I'm not surprised. I'm like, yeah, the Taliban, if you're, they don't like to see freedom. They hate sure. freedom. They don't like nice things. You know, like things that our life, we are just lucky that we are not in a world like the Taliban. Oh, even in Uganda. I mean, because Uganda is not the Taliban. I've had so much fun in Uganda, but you can't take some music to Uganda. You could. But but then it's going to end very it's going to end very bad. You must just put on a very deep voice. You know what I did? I was in Uganda just before COVID. Yeah. Nice time. Yeah. And then I I was wearing these shorts that I bought at Cotton On, and they tore in the middle here. You? So, so I so what, was your nut hanging out? Well, luckily I had underpants. Oh, but yes, okay. it was so to speak. Yes. And then I put on a, I put on the scarf like a skirt, you know, and I thought it was fashionable. And then the people that I was with, they looked at me and they said, hey, my brother, what are you promoting? I was like, what are you talking about? What are you promoting? No, we can't go out like this, my brother. I was like, what? So I took it and then I put it down. Like, so I took the... So they were treating it as if you're marketing. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Routine. I'm promoting this type of behavior. And I was like, these are comedians. I was like, with Salvador, you know Salvador? Yeah, Salvador. yeah those people. I was like, are you crazy? And as soon as I turned the scarf into something else, they were like, ah, this guy's stylish, eh? Stylish, let's go. Let's, then we hit the club. And I was like, I guess societally, that's that's how they believe. You know, that's how they're wrong. So it's like somebody, we are lucky that we live in a place here yeah, where Julius can go and say crazy things and we understand that it's just his opinion. You know, sure, we live in sure. that kind of country. You know? mm, so, mm, mm. so, like you're saying, you've been with your partner, what, for the last 20 years? 20, yeah, um, 20 years, man. And generally, especially in black society, you know, the way marriage is treated like it's some trophy or some achievement. You know, if you're in your 30s and you're not married or you don't... Like hey, do, do you know Tapo Mohalas joke? Tapo Mohalas joke from back in the day. Yeah. He always used to meet his grandmother at weddings. Oh, and that's Tapo Every time. Yeah. Then the next time he met his grandpa, grandmother at a, at a funeral, and yeah. he said, <laughs> When do you die? When do you die? You know? Have you guys had to deal with when they get married? Yeah, yeah, a lot Especially of Especially from your side of the family. Yeah, I mean, my side of the family is my mom got divorced, met, met. My mom is quite a liberally tapped, you know, she's yes, quite yes, a, yes, yes, yeah, yes. loose with it a little bit. Uh, but yeah, we've had this side. People want to see, you know, marriage. They, I think the feast of marriage, the, yes, the, yes. the ritual of it is a thing. Well, don't you have a cohabiting but, feast? Yeah, exactly. We, we, they, we always say that. I mean, and also women also want to get married a lot. And then mm. I'm, I don't believe in marriage. I spoke to my, my partner and she was like, into it but then i remember years later when i was like yeah maybe we do get married she's like ah, you know so we're not so fast and it's also because it's a religious ceremony and it's a weird thing and then uh, and i remember jay savage i don't know if you know jay savage he used to be at sony yes 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 he's a guy yeah. and then he was with his partner for 30 years i bet i met him at a beach in cape town mm. and i said we were in the middle of probably maybe 10 years or eight years into our relationship and then i said you guys are not married how do you do it like, how long has it been he said 30 years i said what are you gonna get married he said look man it's working why involve the law you know <laughs> 
Why involve the law? So I was like, yeah, why involve the law? Why, why must government be a why must, Yeah, why, why must, you know, so there's obviously conveniences to it. And I think maybe that evolution, legal evolution has happened that you don't necessarily need to be married. We have like a business together. We have sure. a child together. And, you know, because of the child, we're probably going to be in a relationship. Even if we separate it, we'll sort of be related. You That's know, true. so I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. No, no, the reason. But I do like weddings. Weddings okay. make me moist, you know, especially some of them. Some of them are cut where you like, I mean, I just came to church. And others have that special a meeting of minds, a meeting of souls, what, 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 what. And I wouldn't mind having that kind of party. And we get drunk and it's a good time. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, the reason I'm asking you, because I want us to talk about the broken circle of life. Uh, Mr. Lion King, uh, level M. That the level M, yes. Is divorcing again. Yeah, maybe he likes divorce. Maybe this is number five or number eight. Because I know that there's also two ex-fiancés. Yeah. So I'm not sure if we count those as the exes. Better or there's the five ex-wives. Yeah, I mean, you see what I mean? Because now you're like, you're counting even the long-term relationship. Because it's, it's no, not sort of a marriage. But it's not a marriage. Though, but they're engaged. Yeah, you see. That's, you see. that's a divorce then. That is a it's a hard, it's a solid breaking of the promise or whatever it is that you did. I, I know it's other people's business in the bigger scheme of things, but what do you think is going on there though? Is is it a case of, as long as we are serious, I will marry you? Yeah, maybe that's how he knows how to say I love you or I want to be with you. You know, it's like it's a love language. Yeah, yeah, it's a love language. Ilkunyala, baby. Oh, 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 nugget ice cream. I just came. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you know, beep, beep, hey, yeah. hey, so single now, yeah, sure. Will you? Will you? You know, so, so I think so. I think maybe that for him, because there's a lot of those guys, like especially because he's a Hollywood guy, and yeah. Hollywood likes those Hollywood timers. They love to marry people. Sure. Buma, Parikiman Daman was CNN. He passed away, and, and we forget that he is a Hollywood. He's guy. a Hollywood guy. And he's yeah. making Hollywood millions. Yeah, yeah, he's a Hollywood guy. Hollywood guys like to marry. Just from the stage production. There we go. Just from the stage production. There we go. Larry King, how many yeah. times has Larry King met? Ted Turner, these guys, I mean, like, those old school, I'm sure that's where, when he was coming of age, yeah. people were like, so this is Ofasa so, this is how you make him fun, on ring or born, let's get married, you know, maybe that's... But, but make sure she signs the prenup. You see those things. Because you're multimillionaire. See those things. She must leave with what she came with. Yeah, do you think maybe this, but what, what is your, you know, what do you make of this? What do you make of that? You know what, I know... People that are serial, I have to be in a relationship. I have to be with someone. Yeah, but why do they have to marry? Those people don't have to marry. Because maybe for him, that's the ultimate showing of... Yeah, okay. I can't buy you a train yeah. because the uh, Department of Transport have allowed our railroad roads to be stolen. So yeah. how are you a train? <laughs> Where are you going to ride yeah, your yeah, train? Okay. That's what I get into the train, I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. So you reckon... He's like, ah, let me show it. No, God, no, I believe you, but no, you don't know. Every time you are, you don't believe. Like, hold, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Wait here. <laughs> that's exactly it. I think that's it because, and then also the divorcing part, because I feel like, because for me, the admin of like that whole marriage thing is so much. And I hate, I hate admin. And then now when you think about this dude is doing it four or five times, the divorce, and he's still young, relatively, and, that there could still be four more marriages that are up in there. And, and, and because of that, now do you go to Home Affairs and change your name? Or do you say, just one year first? If we last a year, then I'll go to Home Affairs and change my name. Yeah, but I mean, if, you, if your thing is to show this commitment that like, now you want to show, can mm -hmm. I, I want to give you everything. Sure. Everything. Comes with this square mile, you know, yeah. square meters. And the and the yacht in Tepe. Oh, one of those. But those those even the negotiations with the uncles, even the relationships that you start with these families, because yeah. now they're your family. You know, it's like yeah. if you're dating people, you don't need to meet their uncles and uncles, uncles, and meet at a thing and there's a tent involved. No. Yeah. You know, guest lists. How many guest lists? This is like, whoa, okay. Oh, and I respect you in that level. Much respect, sir. Much respect. My levels are online, you're afraid to. Please sure. invite us for the next one. No, I'm in, I'm in. I will DJ for free. Oh, you heard? No, I won't do anything for free, but I will come to enjoy. You want to film it, at least? No, I don't do it. I mean, I'm not, that, I'm not a videographer. I'm a filmmaker, son. Yeah, so turn it into a film. Maybe. But he did do that, no? Didn't he make like a reality show type of thing? Where it's like? In fact, I actually enjoyed the reality show earlier. Yeah, I missed it. I, I, I missed it because I didn't have television at the time. I was already streaming. 
Oh, it was on show. Oh, but it was streaming on show. also. So our next excuse. I'm gonna get show next now. Speaking of streaming, uh, Queen Sono. They cancelled it. I, I was gonna say, um, it got great reviews. We we're all happy to see it. Yeah, yeah. We we're great. all happy to see the quality. Yeah, yeah. There's no quality. Yeah. When you're told we're cancelling a show, I've got bad news and good news. I've got that was the call. So, got... so do they call you or do they call you in? No, they call. I guess it was COVID, so just COVID. And, and there are also people all over the world. Oh, so they were hiding behind COVID. So it was like, eh, I've got good news, I've got bad news. Um, But it was also that. It was like the COVIDness of it all. I mean, also that sounded like a thick NDA, and I got paid enough to be like, okay, fine, keep yeah. your show. Yeah. Um, And it was, look, Queen Sona was a. It's a pity, man, because it was a nice show and it, it had, was getting more cool momentum, especially internationally. Sure. You know, sure. I think locally. There was, I think there was also love locally, but yeah. there's also like Pearl as the leader of it. She's very divisive. I mean, she's one of my favorite people in the world. Mm. But people, are, you know, there are people that are super, super Pearl fans and they're super, super like hater for whatever reason. For whatever so, reason. Yeah. So when the when the show was canceled, it was hectic. The, the hate that she got, you yeah. know, and I'm like, she did such it, a great it, job. It, it became personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then people were going like, oh, she can't act. And I'm like, she's really a great actor. She like a, the work. Like, have you ever seen a South African actor? do that level of stunt like work and mm. perform like she's I think because they see her as this influencer Pearl pretty face oh she's our pal we know her those vibes they don't re so, they don't so, respect so. that she went to drama school they don't respect that she like works at her craft you know so that was like a shame that whole thing it's, 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 it's almost like we refuse to understand that the kid who was your neighbor is now that is now that yeah, global star that's that. it's like <laughs> yeah well, you know that oh Twekang oh what Twekang and and, and 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 it, it, it's sad that we don't shake that shit off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. or because you've become successful at what you do, but we know you as that Bari from class. That when I died. That, that we Ramamin. I used to be called Ramamin at school, you know. Ah, but more grade one on week Yeah, 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 yeah. And now the fact that you pulled on yourself in grade one must follow you for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you can't have achieved anything. Yeah. That's we can get in grade one almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's, like, I mean, I feel like Pearl, why she's good, she's got good, like, a thick skin, I think. Because yeah. of, I mean, she can't have the thicker skin because she's also human. Sure. But, yeah, I mean, I commend her, you know. She mm. goes to, but she also causes a lot of cuck as a person. She also mm. goes, she causes the cuck. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? Part to her. She's, like, the Julius of the, yeah. She's, she's Julius of, of, of the scene. Of that, yeah. She's but, up there with But that. at a personal level, though, when a show is cancelled, it, doesn't feel nice. So it's it's hectic because you constantly going yo. But we were because that show was cancelled. Also, we were working at it. You know, mm. we were in the remember cause season two was approved. It was a thing. We were in the mix. You know, and then it was also leadership changes. This that corporate mm. things that mm. you don't necessarily kind of will know the depths of as well. But then at the and then there was like a payday. It was like cool. We you know we we we're gonna not do we're gonna not do right about this. But we understand that you put effort and all of that kind sure, of stuff. Sure. So as a so the the silver lining was that then that period where everybody was stuck in COVID and all of that type of stuff. You compensated. We, we were able to not think of the new things. So we were able to develop new projects. So. You you know as David Gibuga always says everything is helping you all the time. I mean I'm sure somebody else said that before him, but he says that to me all the time. Sure. Um, and that was like the the thing that we always thought. Well, how is this helping us? Mm -hmm. Definitely it must be helping us, and it did. You know like now we we literally we coming up. There's a show that we just finished now, which is much bigger than Queen Sono, like the biggest thing that we've ever done. It's international. We own a piece of it. You know the lesson of that was that don't also just have things that are owned by corporate America. Sure. You know so. It was very, yeah, it was cool. There was, it was sad though. Like we were kicking like walls for like three months. But yeah, <laughs> you know, but, but yeah. It's like, here's, here's a check for your trouble. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, 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 okay. So it was, yeah, it's a, it was a grow, it was a growing moment. So, a moment of so you're working on something right now. Yeah, I'm like just finished post-production. When, when are we seeing it? When are we seeing it? I think end of the year, beginning of next year. What? It's like a big co-production American thing with American staring. What, what genre? Child. What genre? It's like young adult thriller. Yeah. I mean, because of us, there's also a lot of comedy in it, I sure. think. But it's like a, it's like imagine my tweet, tweet, but if it had like, 
if it was set in like a like a sort of a privileged world sure. with like international kids and a budget and like a budget that's probably like a hundred two hundred times more and all oh, of that wow. so i i was i always say after my tour, yeah. which was very special and also tragic at the same time mm. i always say i like the spirit of that thing you know like i always Everything that we do, I'm always like, if we can get that magic, that matuetue thing in it. Matuetue special. You know what I mean? Special. Like, it's always like, you know, like, people always go, yeah, matuetue. It, it was a lot of, even in these, like, Netflix talks and all of it, because sure. now they're telling everybody, make a matuetue type of thing, that we need more hyperlocal. Mm -hmm. And it mustn't be these art houses, festival things. And you I'm think, like, well, you, you think that's how Mendoza felt every time they told him, make another Angalagata? Probably. You could have caught it, really, like, yeah, that is that kind of... I mean, Nangala, if you like every Matuetu is like Yonkala. And then, like, it's what's crazy is Matuetu, the first time I saw Matuetu with an audience. Yes. Was in Texas, right? At a film festival. Mm. And then I was like, whoa, they're laughing at the right. You know, the nerves of you. I made a thing. I don't know if it's going to work. And oh, then, yes. see the, then the next time I saw it was in, like, Rotterdam with, like, mm. a bunch of Dutch festival goers. And then the third time I saw it was uh, with the public was at um, um, in South Korea. Right, with like a bunch of South Korea, and it worked the same. Still translated. And, and then the fourth time I saw it was at Black, Black Coffee's house with you at yes. like South African like heavy hitters. Yes. And for me, that was I was like, wow, the journey of this thing. And it was the, it's probably to date the cheapest thing we've ever made. It's yeah. like still less than two million bucks that it cost. And you made it work. I mean, yeah, dude, with, was, with virtually unknown kids. Ah, like the unbelievable. Like I mean, for me, and like the, the also where, where I learned. The one thing I saw there was the theater, theater guys. Oh, yes. Like we have this new movie now, Big Noon with Little Heist that Admiral directed. Yes, you have to watch that thing. Yeah. Admiral, you know, Admiral has always been a movie guy. Yeah. He finally made his movie and yeah. it's brilliant. And it's also theater guys. Like the two leads are theater guys, and you, man, they bring that other thing. They bring the. But they also bring in this Don't they bring a nice discipline? Also? That's the thing. Because they, they work bring a different. Discipline. Yeah, they work on it outside of the because they're used to the the discipline of theater is yes. not it's they have to rehearse the thing they have to work it yes. every day until it's great you know and it's, it's never not, it's not great. just learn your lines yeah yeah because yeah. most most of us we are like on the way to the to the set can i get more yes. you know can i get and then by through sheer luck you got the thing and it's yeah so it's been it's fascinating it's spectacular mm -hmm. So, are you allowed to give us anything about this new production? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's been announced. Yeah. It's a it's a show called Classified, and okay. it's a sort of a this American kid who causes skunk in Oakland, California, okay. during those other riots. You know, America's yes, always yes, in yes. like flux, and she she burns. Uh, she's fifteen, and she burns a cop car like in the riot. She oh yeah, some yes, Molotov yes. there in the chaos, and then she's facing like serious repercussions. Oh, oh yeah, America's yes, yes. like kid. And but then luckily her father lives in South Africa with his with his new wife who mm. works for like you know diplomat. Yes, yes, yes. Her father is like a writer, so they send her to South Africa, telling her that you'll be back after the summer when all this shit dies down. Yes. She, she gets here, she finds out that no, there's no dying down. She's actually supposed to finish high school here because her mom has also oh, mental yes, health yes. issues and yeah. what what what. So she tries to escape. Boom, boom, boom. She's like, you know, she's a pace, she's as they slim. say, resourceful. Slim. And then she takes, she gets, she ends up in the plane. Like, by the end of it, she's in the aeroplane. Like, okay, I'm done, I'm out. And then guys in black suits come, they take her out. You know, she's been to this fancy school. She's married. It's been a day in South Africa or two days or whatever. And then um, uh, she gets into this black you give it, You know, giving away like... They don't forget. By the time we... This is the premise. This is the premise. This all happens in the first episode. Then she gets told that her mother, she discovers that her stepmother is actually the CIA station chief in South Africa. And this show came actually from the CIA. Like we, it was it, it's a company called Skybound, mm. who uh, they do that show, The Walking Dead. Yes. And so it's a co-production between us and them. And another, these two timers who were in their 70s who worked for most of their lives as CIA mm. station chiefs in different parts of the world. Oh. And they took their kids with. Yes. And then because they, like they said, you know, to infiltrate the Kremlin is very hard to do at the, in Moscow. Sure. But if you are in Australia or in Jakarta and you are, your kids go to the same school, then, you know, that they're fresh off a bitch yes. comes to your house 
you bribe, you get him drunk. After three, four years, now you've got things on him. Mm. So when he goes back home, you are you've got an asset, you know. So I was like, okay, they're like, do you think there's a show here? We're like, okay, let's go. At the time, we were also still like hurt. We don't have they cancelled that show. You know, we got into it, and then it, we 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 got into love. It, you know, it's it's a great show. That's amazing, man. It's a dope show. It's like really like it's one of those. You know, because Queen Sona was a level. Yes. This thing is like, you know, it's got yes. those sounds. Absolutely. Are we almost done? Are you telling us no? Apparently, we have gone 20 minutes over already. man. It's always nice to catch but, up with but, you. But, man, but, they can, but they can wait. Yeah, okay, great. I mean, that's, that's what I like to hear. I always talk about mental health because I feel it's understated and underspoken about. Mm -hmm. um, how do you protect your mental health within the industry and outside of the industry? I mean, I, I, I think that we all have levels of, you know, for me, like anxiety, sure. these types of things, yeah. you know, we, we have those things, um, especially for me with work and aging, you know, being, because I'm 45 now. Yeah. You know, when your people are a man, a man, and we're the same generation, even though you're a older man than I am. You know, you know what the weirdest thing is? Um, because at heart, I feel like I'm still 25. But you are. At heart. Yeah, yeah, you and, are. And, and. It's weird how when I meet women that I was in school with, come on, give them. I treat them like the older than me. I treat them like Mama Grisa, yeah, 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 like the Kaji. That's me, man. You know, and but also because they carry themselves like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's difficult not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I don't know if it's a cultural. I don't know, man. Because I think you've got like a lot of like the ladies our age yes. who are in entertainment that are like fresh they still they still feel like they're oh, safe they're people hot. they're hot they're everything yeah, yeah. um uh, and then and then they're ones like for me people that i went to school with like what you say and then you know when you are coco beta hey man and then the person like why are we like why are we like what the oh oh hey what's up hey oh you know onika you know it's always like yo you know i used to have a crush on you yo you know it's like that yeah yeah that's that's I don't know what, I, f I feel like, I don't know if they also see me like that, because I always fish, I always, it's nice to hear that compliment. Hey, you're looking good, you know, you're looking, it's all, because I guess it's that age. When you're 32, nobody cares that they look, they're like, yeah, of course, I'm 32, I'm still, yeah, you better look 32. Whereas, yeah, whereas now, it's like, I hope, uh, I hope I'm, because I like being 45, yeah. but I also, there's the idea of, yeah, but your time has passed. 21 forever. You know what I mean? But I think that we always, maybe because we're in entertainment. Yes. And we, the, the, like, I think we in that, the, there's a groove. Because you, like somebody, I was telling our kid this, because his father passed away recently. And um, um, I was uh, we, we, I was reading a thing. There's a guy who. Okay, I'm, I'm confused. Whose father passed away? I can't. I can't Oh, I thought you said our kid. No, no, I can't. I can't. No, our yeah. kid's father, hopefully, let's touch wood, he's going to still be around. I can't remember to show. Um, uh, 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 there's a thing that I was reading about, there's a guy who helps people face their death. I guess people who are chronically ill uh, or people who are old and whatever. And he's like, some of them, it's a thing that I read long before, like COVID, you know? Um, uh, and then he said that most people, I like nobody wants to die. Nobody's ready to die. Regardless, 85, 86, whatever. Or how sick you are. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to die. But the people that are most ready are the ones that did the things that they wanted to do. Like uh -huh. the things that the ones that don't have regrets. There's the ones that were like, There's yeah, like the ones who were like, yeah, I did it. I was yeah. DJ Fresh. Everybody, I did my things, you know. Mm -hmm. So like that was a an interesting thing that like the 18 till you died. Like Brahu, mm -hmm. he was I he was like when I was friends with you, mm -hmm. like. He was in the seventies. I was in my the late thirties, whatever. Yeah. And he, he, but I was always like, this dude is like like my age. He's like this type of guy, you know. He was not, but he had lived this life. But he, his essence was like my age. He was like, if he was here, he'd be the most rockers, the most raw, like whatever. Yeah. And I always went, but shit, but he's old. Like he's he's not gonna be here. Like when I'm fifty, there's a likelihood that he's not gonna you won't be together. speak, whatever, you know. Yeah. So it was always like a mind fact that you know. But it's that thing though. But the spirit of him, he was never like I think rappers close to the road. That poem, "Man Boy of the Ages," and oh, it yes. was about you, and mm. it was that you know, like he was exactly that, like sure. forever and ever, like that. 25 year old which is unbelievable which is probably how you're gonna be a, you know people a fascinating yeah it's like that like all your people of this age are gonna be this kind of until we die hopefully we keep it touch wood in fact I was telling my kids that you know by the time you guys are done partying chances are I'll still be at it yeah hey, I mean you're the guys the party I'll still be rocking buddy there we go I mean but you also have the lack of your work is a party 
Well, there's also that. You know what I mean? That it's like a luck. It's because it's like you chose. Imagine you didn't choose that when you were in your 20s or teens. Mm. Imagine you had worked at Liberty Life and then you discovered this thing now. Sorry, my, a good friend of mine works at Liberty Life and he loves not you, Mpeng, not you. Yeah. Um, but but it, I use Liberty Life because my dad was also an insurance worker. Sure. And and that was in my head. I was always like, if I if I'd never, like for me, being a loser would be working in, at an insurance company. But then I've, as I, succeeded in creative world I being a loser for me and no offense to anybody but would be working it out in advertising if I worked in advertising that would for me would be the creative equivalent of being an insurance guy you know because I'd be selling I'd be selling like Colgate now I'd be that guy you know so I hope I and no offense I mean I enjoy those Colgate of, of offense taken but, already carry but, on. but yeah you know so so but this this Let's you know keep doing what we do and all of the people follow your dream. Those it's not it's not nothing. Not Absolutely. follow your dream shit. Absolutely, brother man. We're gonna have to let you go. Um, let me go, baby. Let me go. We've gone over for uh, by twenty minutes or uh, thirteen now. Um, so we, minutes. we're in trouble. Where do we find your social media? I mean, I'm like, like I'm not, I, I don't participate unless I have things to sell, which is terrible. I'll try to participate more regularly. Okay. But, oh, you you know what you must, you know these movies that we've got on Netflix now? Mm -hmm. They're like independent. So what do you have on Netflix? I've got a, a thing called Rosa, the Republic of South. Ah, shit. Yes. It's like pure nut. People are loving it. Yeah. It's like a pure nut, the reunion there's, type of thing. With and, them. and there's great reviews for it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. It's, I'm like so happy because it's working. And then also Big Nunu's Little Heist, which is Andy's film, which yes. is like, it's like Matudro with a budget. It's really stylish. It's so cool. Yeah. But we also own these things, you know? Sure. So like, they're not necessarily like Netflix in the way that they're going to sell them with crazy mm -hmm. billboards. So any support, if you see a trailer, retweet, do those stuff, tell the people just the, the because I know they're hot. When people sure. get to them, they're like, oh my God, how come I didn't know? But they yeah. need to know about them. Sure. So that'll be dope. Thank you so much. And thank you for the time, you know? Great and it's always great. And you've always supported our shit. Ever since the My man, I've been Thank supporting you. uh, your shit for about 25 years. Dude, like every time, you know, every time we put something out, how, regardless of how shit or good, you always give us like, hey. Yeah, there's been a couple of shit ones, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, there's, you don't have like, yeah, you know, that's how we get to the good ones. That's how we get to the good ones, you know. You gotta, you gotta get to the races to come to here, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> like, how do you get to a time when we're like, through the cold? You know what I mean? There, you gotta go through the cold. You gotta go through the cold. So thank you, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a funny man. He's a storyteller. He makes movies. He tells stories for a living. And uh, he's still very funny. He makes some noise for Kakiso Litiha. This is... Wow! What, what a week. What a week. This kid... Yeah! <laughs> Really kicks. <laughs> Welcome to Wow What a Week. This kid really kicks ass. When she moves a crowd, she can channel the energy of a lioness. Girl. But when she needs to stay centered, she can align with the calm of a cow, even. Here to share her journey so far, and maybe lessons of how to relax and to rock out. Please give a wow welcome to Palisa Zoe <laughs> You started with the Palisa. Just like let's let's ID name this thing. Let's ID name no, this thing. No, your engine number is very important. We must respect the engine number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you end up a Palisa a Mudija? But me when I spoke to you, Setswana, they do take a taking along. <laughs> and I do take a take. <laughs> I'm working on it, guys. I, I have a Mudeja side of the family, which is my maternal family. Oh yeah. And there's some jokes where we, you know, they that they share when we meet up that just fly over my head, and I'm like, yeah, it's funny, guys. So cozy. Hey, sure, sure, sure. But my mom gave me upalisa. Oh. And my maternal side of the family is Twana. My yes. paternal side of the family is Zulu. Nomtandazo yes. uh, was given to me by my grandfather. Uh, it's Tandona Saike is called Nomtandazo. Oh. I never got to meet my, my grandmom, but, mm. you know, that was her name. And Upumelele, actually, I think Pumelele is my dad. Yeah. So I guess he had high hopes for me, you know. So I'm grateful for those names. Those are so, nice names. Uh, so how do you think his hopes are looking so far? I think it's looking good. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's looking good. I like to I, I like to think I define success as I go along, you know, um, to kind of set new goals and, and have a different idea of what that is. Sure. And I, I do think I live a successful life. So, yeah. Can we talk about, there's something about you. 
like there's something about your aura. There's even just your fashion sense. There's something about you that makes you stand out. Do you believe you've always stood out? And do you know what I'm talking about when I say there's something about you? Um, well, I mean, if, if I were to kind of think of it in the sense of the fact that everyone has that something about them. No, not everyone. You think not everyone has it? Ten people could walk into the same room, but one person will move the room without even people realizing that we're moved. Well, I, I know that I, I do have the ability to do that, but I also know I have the ability to disappear in a room as well. Mm. I have both those those things, mm-hmm. whatever we call those true, things. True, true. You know, um, and um, yeah, I guess it, it helps me in my work um, and in spaces where we're having conversations, performance spaces, mm-hmm. media spaces, sure. you know, uh, even amongst people I love. But I like both. I like to stand out and I like to be invisible too. Is it invisible on your terms or invisible where you feel unseen and you feel possibly borderline like an imposter? Ooh, that's very interesting. I, I would say my invis- invisibility would be more blending in. So I like to blend in, for example, when I'm with family, I like to blend in when I'm with, amongst my friends. I love to blend in when I'm in, you know, the community that I come from. Those are spaces I don't like to stick out. But on stage, I have to stick out. Like, I have to, because, I mean, I, I studied, like, superstars. So I must be in glitter and gold, and, and, I, and I must command a space, you know. So, yeah. But I, I think in any of those situations, I, I would want to be seen. True. And I like to make people feel seen as well. True. I, I, I like that. Mm. I tend to not enjoy spaces where people don't feel like that. And I don't like to feel like that. Often That's... people that love blending in, and I'd like to count myself in as people who like to blend in, mm-hmm. is often I don't want the attention. Sure. Is the reason I want to blend in. Mm-hmm. Often I'd rather it's about other people than about myself is why I want to blend in. Sure. Often it's because I possibly love what I do, but I don't love the attention that it creates, that sure. I want to blend in. Sure. <laughs> is that you? I I like attention in the context. It depends on context. Okay. So for me, on So stage, the lights are off. You're off stage. If we're off stage, I think... I, I don't I don't necessarily want that attention on me because I don't think it's in context. I have nothing really to share sure. um, I, unless it's like a conversation. And even then, I don't want, uh, I don't necessarily enjoy feeling like I'm placed on a pedestal yes, out of context. Yes, yes, yes. You know, I understand that my gifting is God gift. And anyone, I think everyone has a gift. And if you're lucky enough to find it, and work on it over a period of time, you realize the attention that comes with gifting and you realize that there's a pedestal that comes with that. But I think for me out of context, it just, it doesn't make sense. And I, I like to, I like to blend in because I like to experience things as they are sure, sometimes, sure, sure. you know, and, and that does not look like being put on a pe- pedestal. That looks like what I used to do when I used to go to Escolo in mm-hmm. uh, in Peter Maritzburg and I, w- I went to a private school, but when I'd come home, I'd definitely change what I was wearing and maybe wear like a, a shirt that I could play with because I wanted to blend in because to me it didn't matter that I was context. in another space. It's a different context. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah. I don't want to feel... So, so I'm sure you even code switched. You went, definitely. You went from your twang... Definitely. To strictly Isisulu. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and if you spoke English, you'd even dilute it. Yes. Because you yes. don't want it to... Guys, you know, I'm not going to speak like this, you know, but I recognize when I'm at school that like this is, this is perceived intelligence, it's 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 currency, currency. it's being understood and being seen. So so, so I am you and you are me. Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? (laughs) So we, we, we often play a game with our singing um, guests called uh, no, don't show off yet. <laughs> uh, we call it the musical. Sure. So um, Zoe Moody heard the musical, and uh, we'll give you a scenario, and uh, we pray you share with us the song that reminds you of that moment in your life. So we're going to start with Zoe Moody the musical mm-hmm. uh, childhood. What's that song that either played a lot in the house or that was sung a lot in the house? Oof. 
So the first song I think of is from a literal musical called yep. Ipindombi. Oh, yeah. That was the first play that I saw. I must have been, I wasn't older than four years old. Mm. And we were watching that play with uh, my mom and my sister at the Alexandria Theatre. Uh, and the song goes, Aya, 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 oh, Indombiam. And apparently I sang that song probably for the rest of that year, you know, wow. just from the amazement of that. But I would say my soundtracks would also be like, Abo, Mamletambulu, Abo Babkefa Semenya, Soul Brothers, my dad, I have my dad to thank for that. Sure. Um, oh my goodness. Wh- which um, Mamlet, that song reminds you of your childhood? There's music in the air, it makes the sorrow go. Oh, that song. And then there's a fade out that happens towards the end of the song, and then it fades back in. Ah, that's that's my childhood. Like I said, I feel like we grew up together. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thanked it? <laughs> um, Zoe Mudija, the musical, your first crush. Oh. Is there a song there? <laughs> I just think. Love, so many things I've got to tell you, but I'm afraid I don't know how. Music soul child, love. I just um, think love. How old were you when you had your first crush? Ah, uh, 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 <laughs> I literally have the image in my head. <laughs> I think I'd, I had crushes earlier, but a significant crush was in my high school years. Oh yes. He was tall, dark, handsome, beautiful smile. Do you remember his name? <laughs> I do. Are you going to share with us? I won't. <laughs> There's a high school group that we're a part of on, on WhatsApp. Is, so he, I don't is he want... in the group? No, he's not in the oh, group. Oh, okay. So I, 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 don't, I don't want to deal with it after the fact, you know. But yeah. If you see him walking past here right now. Oh, man. <laughs> I'd probably get weak. At the knees. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Zoe Mudira, <laughs> the musical, My First Love. Mm. Ooh. Oof, that's a good one. Um, My First Love. Mm-hmm. What, 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 my... what was the song? Because, like, you, you thought this is the man I'm going to marry, spend the rest of my life with. Mm. Or the woman. It's actually like a Zim Gawana song. Okay. Um, And it's like a very... Uh, oh, now I can't remember how the song goes, but it's a Zimgana song. And I remember having a moment with this particular person uh-huh. with that song. Moment how? What happened? It it was just us listening to it. Yeah. And we would play it on repeat and play it on repeat and play it on repeat. So, yeah. What went wrong? I think distance. Yeah. Distance. Mm. Um, and... Yeah, it probably just wasn't meant to be. I mean, at the time, it felt like my world was crashing, but it sure. makes sense now. Yeah. And we we bumped into each other a few times. Quite cordial. He's 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 a beautiful person. So yeah. you know. Yeah. Zoe Mudija, mm-hmm. the musical, my first heartbreak. Oh, Kosiami. <laughs> What's the song that got you through that period? Awema. Do you know it's actually not a song? It's a it's a movie. Okay. Um, and it was this particular person. Um, um, after. I'd I'd, I'd broken up with them. Um, uh, the song is called The Great... Uh, not the song. The movie is The Great Gatsby. Okay. The one with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes, 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 and yes, yes. I literally watched that thing over and over again. So and what, I felt like I was the great guess, the Gatsby. What was it about that movie that got you through this period? I feel like The Great Gatsby as a character had this kind of vision of the way his life was supposed to go. Mm. And a vision of Daisy, the character that he built this entire life for you know and and he had this unending just vision of what love is supposed to be almost idealistic a very unrealistic vision of what Mm -hmm. love is supposed to be and i i guess i related to that in the context of that relationship where i was like ah love is idealistic and perfect and beautiful did you go through i'm never ever gonna love again period or no you know you're one of those girls no 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 no. i don't i don't think i don't think love has battered me Anjalo, you know. Okay, so you haven't been through. No, 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 no. Anjalo, nisa you yet? No, I mean, I mean, the nisings happen, right, and have happened, but I, I don't think it's made me feel like love, love doesn't want me and love won't find me and you know it sure. doesn't relate to me. No, yeah, no. Zoe Mudija, the musical. I'm overseas on a Samro scholarship and I miss home. What was that song? <laughs> this was what 2015. 
2015. Yeah. Um, th- there's actually a song that I performed there called Four Women by okay. Nina Simone, okay. uh, another beautiful, iconic woman. And that is a song that reminds me of that time. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, my skin is black. My arms are long. My hair is woolly. My back is strong, strong enough to take the pain, inflicted again and again and again. What do they call me? My name is Unsera. And you? Wow. I love that song. And you? speaks about four women of color yes. and their different experiences. It's a very powerful song. You're very chocolatey. Mm. Mm. What's your relationship <laughs> with your skin tone? Because um, especially for black girls, sure. it's almost like your skin tone can work for you or against you more than for black men. It's almost like you guys are held to a different standard when it comes to your skin tones. What's your relationship with your skin tone? And has it evolved at all over the years? Absolutely. It's definitely evolved over the years. I think when I was younger, there was always a thing about being Indonyaman, you know, about being a darker skinned Mm -hmm. uh, young lady. We weren't really the standard of beauty at the Mm -hmm. time. Um, And so I've always had to rely on other things besides perceived beauty. Mm -hmm. I've had to rely on building character. I've had to rely on just hopefully having great conversation, other things, you know, um, because that was never a thing. Being beautiful and looking like that was Mm -hmm. never a thing, you know. And then there was a time down the line where it became a trend, Mm -hmm. you know. Everyone is bald. Everyone is sporting their natural hair. And the conversation is changing and thankfully for that, you know, I mean, I remember growing up and people like Lyra were coming into, you know, the space and I loved, like she was such a Barbie doll to me. So it's ironic that she has a Barbie doll, uh, but she was such a Barbie doll to me you, because you, she you was one of the it. first people. You called it. So. You know, yeah. she was one of the first people that, that really represented beauty being seen as a, as a dark skinned uh, woman. And now I, I feel incredibly gorgeous. I feel drop dead. You don't feel amazing. It, I don't feel it. I, I feel beautiful, you know, and but, I'm, I'm no, grateful no, but, but, for but, women but, that have held that space. No, no, but your, 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 your skin tone is incredibly like it stands out. I don't understand why anyone would think it's something to hold against you. Sure. Well, sure. When did you start seeing it that actually, no man, screw that. I'm I'm beautiful. Oh man, I I would ooh. I think my mom was probably the very first example of that because I look I look like both my parents equally, which sure. is probably sounds strange, but my parents looked very much alike. So if you saw my dad, you'd be like, "Hey, you look like a dad." If you saw my mom, you'd be like, "Hey, you look like your mom." And my dad always had this swagger about him. Mm-hmm. You know, he smelled good. He wore, you know, those gold chains. Oh, wow. <laughs> he was like, he carried he himself a certain kind of man. way. He was a people's person. And my mom also has always had this confidence about her. Um, she's always worn her hair in a natural kind of way. She's always exuded this, just this life in her. And I, I guess they were the first examples for me of like, actually, yeah. I mean, I come from them, right? Yeah. So... And I guess down down the line, it's been different people, you know, mm. you know, um, but yeah, yeah. Zoe Mudija, the musical, the lowest point in your life, what mm. song carried you there? Hmm. I think quite a few songs have carried me in, in low spaces. Mm. And I, I've, I, I, I have to admit that I visit those spaces more than I would like, but I, I guess they teach lessons. Do you uh, visit them or do they drag you towards them? Because there's a difference. I think they, I think... Because, because sometimes we want to be in a low so that we can experience the high and enjoy the high. Sure. But sometimes it's just that's where life has taken you. Sure. Uh, I, w- I would say, I would say, I'd probably say it's a visitation. Because maybe there's something I'm supposed to get out of that particular moment. I mean, I literally just come out of one this year. Are you, are you um, able to share it? Well, it was it was more of an existential thing, you know. It was a it was a space where I was wondering if anything 
pertaining to my work and my and my gifting, if it all makes sense, you know, um, is 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 are the hours that I've spent are they worth the time that was spent? You know, are people really seeing what I'm about and what I'm doing and what I'm sharing? You know, am I wasting my time? Am I wasting my time? You know, um, so there was a lot of that. Am I wasting their time? Am I wasting? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, am I wasting your time, guys? Am I wasting my time? But am I wasting your time? <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know, I'm 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 in my like late twenties now, so you know, the trajectory of life is kind of shifting into uncomfortable spaces of making sense of that. What does that mean? You know, what does accomplishment mean? What does success mean? Am I am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? You know, but a song that one of the songs that have pulled me. Through would be Asimusilet uh, Abba's discography first and foremost, uh, but also a song by Umambuzim Shongo called Amakuku. Amakuka Amakuku That song, yeah. such a special song. I love that song. Samakuku alelizo amapupa afezegiri. You know, yeah. You have a special voice for the day. Thank you. So I'm sitting here uh, quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it means I get to keep a key. I get to keep my purpose. So that feels good. Yeah, since you had that ex- existential. Uh, Take a taking along. Yeah. Hopefully that helps you. Yeah. You're not wasting our time. Because oh, <laughs> can you imagine? I'm just here, like, and people are like, okay, girl. Sure. Um, we have two more songs. Sure. Um, Zoe Mutiha, the musical, I have found love and I'm in a happy space. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder why this is such a hearty laugh. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> I'm definitely telling less. <laughs> uh, this moment brought to you by Kellogg's. Who got it all this morning? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> well then. <laughs> oh man, a song. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Also, I find that I've, 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 I get love from so many different places. You know, I really do. I'm not just saying that. I'm shy away. I'm not. I swear. I'm not trying to shy away. I'm not trying to dilute. But I just find that I, there's so much love in so many different aspects of my life. Sure, sure. But if I were to like single out one, one song, one song, one song. Um, <laughs> I can't think of the song. <laughs> I, maybe it's uh, maybe the song is a laugh. Mm-hmm. Maybe the song is a laugh because I, I find that I feel a lot of love sure. where there is laughter, where there is joy, where you are just laughing sure. about one thing or another. So let's make that the song. Finally, <laughs> Zoya Mudiha, the musical. It's like the end of the musical, and you are the victor. You've won this thing called life. Mm. What is your victory song? Gitela ningizwe kat ngifuna ugushinjum slaba gine naba mina naba mina gine naba mina naba mina lento isa kazini isa and that's when I know that everything is in my DNA. I'm doing this. Li- I've done this life thing. Yep. The curtain is closing. The audience is having a standing ovation. I mean, the audience my cries. Life. Oh. And it's not just a small cry. You know, a, a guy cries, but there's a bubble of snot there that cries. <laughs> I love those. I love those. <laughs> uh, I'm being told that we are running out of time. I hate doing these no no we'll do a part two and a part three and a part okay sure so don't stress you do a million interviews yeah the one question you've never been asked that you always say please ask me this and nobody ever asks you this question oh man 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 
it's true. There's a lot of a lot of the same questions that get to be asked, sure. and, and it's not fun to answer it because usually the answer requires you to have like this earnest answer. Like yes. you're you're saying this for the first time, even yes. though it's the hundredth time. And you must believe it also that you're saying it for the first yes. Time. Yeah. Because also people will tell us, hey, lo exactly. You know? This is a script now. Mm. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think it would be random questions that have nothing to do with the music. Like just random questions, you know. Um, and I don't mind. I, I would love the idea of not having a prepared answer because that's what uh, being asked the same question mm. kind of evokes. You have that answer at the back of your mind. But I would like something that's like... Whoa. Mm, far left, far right. Yeah, like a, a love, like a love song about my my first love. Like no one's asked me that. Mm. I've never had to think about that. So there's no answer waiting at the back of my mind. So the more the more random, the better. Is that why you laughed for so long when you asked her about the song? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and this is my ugly laugh now. <laughs> so, yeah, so you must know that if she gives a Shabin laugh, <laughs> she doesn't have an answer. When she comes home, it's like, Baby, did you did you did you spend our money on shoes again? <laughs> you know she spent everything on the shoes. Askisi baby, You've got a show coming up. Where can we catch you on stage? Oh man, I'm so excited. Um, there's a tour called Tostos uh, Tour. Yes. Um, and it's a, a tour of Thanksgiving. Um, we started in East London. And we're really just saying thank you to the music lovers for coming in on this journey, especially with my second album, Ingane Gwane. Sure. Um, but also, we will be Emma Swatini. Mm -hmm. So excited this Friday. And uh, we will be at the Luju Festival. There's so many other incredible acts that will be there, but we will be having fun. We've been counting down. I've been waiting for this week. So it's finally here and we're, we're excited. I have a little surprise uh, for my sweaty peeps. So at the Luju yeah. Festival. This at the Luju Festival. This but Friday. You're on on Friday, though. I'm so on on Friday. Basically later today. Yes, basically. See you later today. <laughs> Zoe, we love you. We respect you. We. Oh. I repeat, you're not wasting your time. Thank you. You're not wasting our time. Uh, for a lot of people, you might even be the difference between uh, uh, feeling like it's not worth carrying on with life anymore. Oh, man. And, 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 and I hope you guys understand that gift that you guys have with your talents. Because uh, I've been arguing for the last 20 years now. Your average person is one song away wow. from deciding not to end it all. Wow. So I'm hoping that you guys fully appreciate your own gifts the way we do. Thank you. And I think it's a gift to be able to awaken in someone the, the, the idea of them seeing themselves. So I appreciate that gift from you. And I think you've been able to show that across the decades that you've been here doing what you do. So I'm, I'm grateful that this is she coming from you. She says I'm old, basically, across the decades. It's only, <laughs> it's only, it's only three decades. It's just 30 years. Umaba, umabu fresh. Umalumu fresh. Ikesalets, elu fresh. And in fact, when, when I'm done eating my chicken, I'll be wiping my hands on your head. I don't mean <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh, thank you. the inimitable, the effervescent, the incredibly beautiful Zoe Wudiha. And in closing, we want to send another big shout out to our netball ladies for that big match against Uganda. More good vibes to our other lady rock stars, our ball stars, if you will, Banyana Banyana. If you're not watching either team and you're feeling bored and want to do something doff, Maybe you can dress in khaki and camo outfits and go look for a fight at some political party's office. To the rest of you with above average IQs, have a wow week ahead. Shout out to Am Studios for hosting us, Africa Podcast Network. We love you guys. Pezzo works for the cinematography. Otis the Flo Fraser for all of our audio imaging. Our guests, Kariso Lidija and Zoe Mudija and our creative director, Kuvesh Mohan, and show producer, Kedeso Mudisa King. Email us at waw at africapodcastnetwork.com. This coming Monday at midday, we have Mac G.